welcome to my chaotic closet i'm your host michelle and today we are doing a mini episode and we are going to talk about poshmark and sourcing so stay tuned just me today guys it's another solo episode i think most of probably all of my mini episodes will be just me and i'm not going to promise one every single week because Life is crazy, work is crazy, all of it. Um, But I do want to put an episode out today because it is dedicated to one of my best friends who asked me, how do you know what to get when you go out to the thrift store? Or how do I know if the stuff around my house that I want to get rid of is worth listing or if I should just donate it to Goodwill? We will get into all of that in just a minute. But first, I cannot go any further without putting you guys onto this new show. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is called MILF Manor. It is by TLC. It's on TLC or it's on Discovery Plus. <laughs> wow. So it's about these older moms who I think they all have money. And they're looking to get a new hubby. <laughs> but there is the weirdest, most twisted twist I've ever seen in a TV show. In this TV show. So please watch it. I'm not going to give it away. Um, Please watch it. Feel free to send me a message on Facebook or Instagram after. And just I know you're going to need to say something because it's wild. And it's I can't even believe it's on TV, honestly. Enough about that, though. Let's get to the meat of this episode. We are going to talk about how to figure out whether or not an item is worth selling and what it will sell for. This is a thing you can use, a strategy you can use when you're going through your kids' items, your personal items, or when you're branching out from your personal items and going to a thrift store or somewhere to buy stuff to resell on Poshmark or eBay or Mercari or wherever you want to sell it. So the key is to check comps. That's basically it. Uh, Check comps, but a lot of people are like, how do I check comps? I'm going to explain to you guys the quick way I check comps, and then I will explain to you the more complicated way that I check comps. And depending on the situation I'm in, how much an item costs will depend on which one I use. So my quick, easy way to check comps is I use the Google app. I go to the Google Lens, which is the little camera on the Google app, take a photo of whatever it is I want to see comps for, And this really works mainly with clothing, shoes, purses, stuff like that, since I'm going to be only looking for items that look just like my item or are my item that are listed on Poshmark. So I'm going to take the photo and then I'm going to see if there's any listings for it on Poshmark. I'm going to click on a couple of the listings, like go to the actual Poshmark listing and see is that item in stock or is it out of stock? If I can see that there's multiple items out of stock or it'll say this item has sold, that's good. And especially if it's sold for a good amount, like, and to me, a good amount is like 25 to 30 plus, depending on how much I'm paying for the item. So that's basically it. If I'm not having any luck finding any Poshmark listings, I will probably go into the ad details thing where you can like add in the title and I'll put like the brand and a quick description of it and see if that pulls anything up. If at that point, nothing is coming up, I'm going to go to eBay. This isn't like a super complicated process. It just takes a few more steps than a quick snap on Google upload and see what, you know, pops up. 
What you're going to do is you are going to type in a brief description of the item. So, like, let's just say I have this blue maxi-length Urban Outfitters dress. <laughs> I'm just using that because I just listed that item. But um, So, I'm going to go to eBay. I'm going to type in blue Urban Outfitters maxi-dress. And I'm going to see if I can find the exact item I have. If I'm able to find an actual style name for that item, like I see multiple listings of that this is the Jenna dress or whatever it is, then I'm going to type in Urban Outfitters Jenna Maxi dress and I'm going to see what pops up. So once I have a good amount of search results, I'm going to go into advanced settings. I think that's in the top right hand corner. Click on that and then I'm going to click scroll all the way to the bottom and click on completed and sold listings. I'm going to then search it and I'm going to see how many of these items have completed and not sold and then how many of them have completed and sold. If I'm seeing that there's a bunch that have sold and it's for a good amount, that we are good to go. Pick up that item and list it. You can also use the same searching strategy on Mercari and Poshmark. It's the same kind of thing. You need to go in and on Poshmark, instead of pushing availability, you push sold and you search for that item. Mercari is pretty much the same. I think there's just a little option to click on sold and you're going to look. I think it's also a good idea, especially if you're paying up for this item, to search and see what's available of your item. Is there 30 of this item available in the same exact size you have? For instance, let's say you went to the bins and you found this really cute charcoal gray Lucky Brand scarf. It's brand new in the box with the tags, everything. And you're like, holy crap, this is such a score. Oh my gosh, I'm going to list this thing. It's going to fly, fly out of my inventory. But then you realize, wait a minute, there's like 100,000 of this exact scarf, brand new with tags, listed on Poshmark, eBay, Mercari, and then you realize this is a fab fit fun item and it is never going to sell for me. The only way I'm going to get this item sold is if I go down to the bottom dollar price and list it there so I have the cheapest item out of everybody and then somebody might buy it. Real life example, fab fit fun items are the devil, you guys. They are so hard to get rid of and sell because they are so oversaturated because everybody's selling their FabFitFun items because nobody wants their FabFitFun items. Like, obviously, that's not true for everything, but it's just something that is so oversaturated on the market. And I've sold plenty of them. That's how I know. And that's also how I know you have to go to the bottom dollar to get those sold. So it may not be worth picking up. That's why it's good to do your research. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I'm going to keep it 100 because I have to. Um, I don't do all this for every single item that I pick up. And the majority of the items that I do pick up are from the bins, and I'm paying less than a dollar for them. So in the grand scheme of things, also, let me point out that I have a lot more knowledge now than I did when I first started out. So it's safer for me to not do research as much when I'm picking up items because I have a general idea of whether or not it will sell. That doesn't mean that every single item I pick up ends up selling. It just means that there's a lot less items that end up in a donation pile for me. I think using these strategies is best when you're paying up for an item. I don't think it's worth your time if you're going to the bins unless you're first starting out. If you're first starting out, 
or you're being very picky with what you pick up, which is smart. I will say it's very smart. Go ahead and do that research. But make sure you are completely always using this research and doing your... Now, when you're paying up for an item, and I consider paying up, honestly, anything over $10. To me, really, honestly, anything over like the 5 to $6 mark is paying up to me because... That's, that means I'm probably not getting it at the bins and I need to be able to sell it for 20 plus dollars like as the listing price to make any kind of profit on it. So whatever you consider paying up, those items that you're paying up on, make sure you're doing your research. You are checking to see is this item insanely available on all platforms and I'm going to have to freaking lower the price so low to get this sold that it won't be worth it. And then also, does it even sell? Like, check your comps. And you're going to use the same strategy at home. Um, what I like to do when I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to sell my personal stuff or my kids' personal stuff is I first think, how much should I pay for this item? Now, obviously, if it's a gift, you shouldn't probably be selling a gift. But you know what I mean. Like, if it's an expensive item and you didn't actually pay for it, but it's worth a lot. That's different. But I'm talking about like the, all the Carter's baby onesies you have that maybe are hand-me-downs <laughs> or maybe you bought them new, but like they don't look great. Um, probably not worth listing and selling. Carter's is extremely oversaturated. Just about anything Carter's probably not going to sell very well. If you have a whole bunch of great stuff in great condition, you can totally make a bundle and sell it. I do think it's more worth your time to just take this stuff to Once Upon a Child and see if they want it first. And then if they don't, I personally would just donate it. But if you think it's worth your time to make this stuff into a bundle and get it listed, by all means, you do you. <laughs> it's just that stuff kind of, it's hard to sell unless you're doing a really great bundle. Like I've done baby clothes that were like 120 piece bundles. You can sell that, especially if everything's in great condition and everything's like zero to six months and all for a girl, like somebody's going to want to buy that, you know? But for my personal stuff, I'm going to put aside a pile of like my Veronica beard clothes, which I don't know, but like, you know, like the more expensive brands, the Revolve brands, the anthropology brands, the stuff I know I paid up for. I'm going to put that aside because I want to get my money back on that, or at least some of my money back. And then I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to check comps. And if everything's there and it looks good, throw it up, list it because it's worth it. And the great thing about listing on Poshmark is that they don't charge you a damn thing. It is completely free to list it. And shipping is completely taken care of once your item sells. Like you don't have to take, come out of pocket for shipping. That's why I like Poshmark so much. It is great. You can list as many freaking items as you want with no fees, like, yes, you do pay a fee, a 20% fee, which, whoo, sometimes it hurts um, when the item sells. But until it sells, you don't pay anything. And I also love that Poshmark completely shows you, like, hey, this is what you're actually going to make. Like, you're listing it for this much. Or if you're accepting an offer, you're actually only going to make this much. It's awesome. I really like Poshmark. I know a lot of people have complaints about it, and we all have our issues with it. But I think it's a really great selling platform, and they really lay out everything for you. I will be back here on Monday for a full episode, and I will either have one of my co-hosts, who happens to be my cousin, Katie, or I will have a guest 
named Santana who just recently went full-time. She found me on Poshmark and was like, hey, girl, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> I was like, hold on, what? Non-family members listen to my podcast? It was exciting. Um, so, yeah, she wants to record an episode with me. And whenever we can make that happen, you guys will get to hear it. I'm hoping we can make it happen this weekend and I can get that episode up either this week or next week. I'm so excited. Thanks, guys. Bye. Also, don't forget to rate our podcast and give us five stars. Leave a little review if you want to. It helps us out so much. It boosts our rating and gets our podcast out there for more people to listen to. Also, follow us on Instagram at My Chaotic Closet Podcast. Bye, guys.